All right, welcome back to another episode of the Pin High Podcast presented by Pin High Media. Uh, this week, we're going to talk about Deki Matsuyama's come from behind win at the Sony Open. Uh, you know, great shot on 18 for, uh, to capitalize with an eagle. Now we're going to look ahead to the American Express this week in California. So let's get into it. This is Jordan Spieth here, and this is the Dan Hyde Podcast. All right, let's get inside the ropes. You know, I, we talked about this on ColorCast last night when we were um, commentating the last couple holes of the tournament. When you're standing on 10 tee box and Hideki Matsuyama is five strokes behind Russell Henley, we were all like, oh, this tournament sucks. We're not going to. We're not going to uh, even bother going on color cast and commentating on it. But then all of a sudden, Decky gets hot. Russell Emily stumbles a little bit. And we got ourselves a golf tournament. Right. And I just didn't even think it was possible. Because when you think about, like, you know, what was going on and, like, how what the golf course plays like, and, you know, a five-stroke lead seems hard to come back from. Because, you know, like, after 10, there's really only one big scoring hole, which is the 18th. Um, that's the only par five you have to eagle that hole and just like the fact that you could kind of go on cruise control at a course like this and force the other guy to really make five five birdies but uh i mean you know henley had i think one bogey going through the back and matsuyama kind of got hot with the putter and you know ended up being able to tie in a birdie on 18 and then russell henley uh what he had probably like an eight footer there seven footer to, to win the golf tournament. And I honestly thought he was going to bury it. And even the, the putt kind of, it seemed like he was going to, he was going to sneak it in there, but just another. Yeah. He kind of, he, he burned Russell the Henry. edge. He burned the edge a little bit on that putt. So yeah, he did. was a uh, kind of tough. Yeah, no, definitely unfortunate, but you know, in the playoff, we uh, saw Russell Henley lay up again after he laid up on 18 and put it in, in the, in the fairway bunker did it again in the playoff put in the fairway bunker and Hideki Matsuyama decided to lay up as well and we were questioning that we're you know we're like you know we're not caddies but I don't know why you wouldn't go for it there but I don't think you're really anticipating Hideki Matsuyama to put it to three feet from 277 yards exactly I mean that was just like a shot that left me speechless almost like he put like I don't know I just I couldn't I expected anything on the green to be good right and he puts it that close. It's just like, wow. But um, I mean, even before that on the 18th hole, like in the, in the beginning of the tournament, he pulls driver off the tee and he hits like the best tee shot on that hole, probably of the week of anyone. Hmm. And this is on the 72nd hole when you need a birdie. So, I mean, that was, that was a absolutely crazy drive. He attacked that. Like it was like a long drive. Tournament. I mean, like when the pressure's on, Hideki Matsuyama's going up my board of like a guy that I would want on my team. Mm-hmm. No, definitely. I mean, like down the stretch, he was, but also down the stretch, like a whole 16, he had a pretty short birdie putt, missed it, but, you know, it was just really outlasting Russell Henley. Right. And then like, once they get to a playoff, like we talked about this on the car cast as well like the momentum completely flips, right? Like, you know, Henley kind of had this tournament in the bag, you would think after nine holes. 
and all of a sudden you're going into a playoff all of a sudden like everything all the momentum shifts to Hideki Matsuyama and that's kind of just what happened and how the playoff played out yeah and it was kind of just overall like a two-man race pretty much from whole nine on i mean i got i i guess it would even the front nine kevin kisner started to to make some noise at the beginning of his round but then he ended up struggling a little bit um but you know kevin kisner was another guy a notable guy who was up there on the leaderboard cashed some top 20 bets for the for the guys on the pin high pod um, yeah, I mean, our picks were very, very on last week. I mean, I posted oh, yeah. on the on the story and on the Twitter. I mean, we had an outright winner with Matsuyama. I had the triple chance with Matsuyama. Um, I said it was going into a playoff. We didn't know we were going to get there after nine, but it, we did end up going into a playoff. So that cashed. All three of us were on Kisner top 20. Corey Connors had a good week. We all liked him. I mean, it was a good good week for for the bets. Now, no promises this week as there's three different courses and it makes it really hard to to handicap a tournament like this but you know good for the podcast moving forward if the bets stay hot this is a week where i haven't i haven't put together my bets yet um but it's one of those weeks where you have to be careful you have to be strategic with what you do because you can't just rely on on like you know past knowledge of the tournament because last year they they only played two courses versus three this this year and all the other years of the tournament it's going to be it's going to be a strange one um but yeah there, I mean, there are some trends you can follow a little i mean bit. yeah just just going back to hawaii for a second i mean couldn't have really asked for two better tournaments in the hawaii swing to start the season no really not i mean you got cameron smith breaking breaking a record along with john rom and uh Matt jones Thomas. Uh, and and Justin Thomas was saying course record, yeah, a lot a lot of stuff going on at, the Ka- at Kapalua. There always is though, um, so that that tournament never disappoints. And Sony Open, you know, you never know uh, with the Sony Open. I mean, Russell Henley had, had gone uh, had taken off with that lead and won by like five strokes. We probably wouldn't be sitting here talking about how much we enjoyed the tournament. Right. Um, but you know, Matsuyama comes back, big another big name winning the tournament. Um, yeah, I mean, two great tournaments in Hawaii. Yeah, and let's let's just talk about Matsuyama. Another thing that we kind of mentioned in the car cast, like he has what do we say, eight wins on tour now, eight which wins is like now. a good number of wins. Uh, three in the last nine months, and yeah, that's the thing. Three wins in the last nine months. Like we were kind of saying how like a lot of his wins were, were you know, there was time between the wins. Uh, he wasn't really winning on a regular basis. You know, he first won in 2014, um, and then kind of has two years wins in 2016 uh and you know 2017 and then after that he hadn't won since the masters so uh i mean he's finally starting to put together wins there's now three wins now in the last year and a half or so this could kind of be the step up for matsuyama if he's trying to get into like you know top five in the world uh conversation you know what his official world golf ranking is right now is he not top 10 maybe top 20 i guess i mean I feel like he wouldn't be outside the top 15. Um, he is number 10 right now. Yeah. So, I so, mean, but getting into the top five would be big for a decade. No, definitely. I don't think he's ever been there. So uh, kind of taking the next step in his game. I mean, there's not really a lot of holes in his game. You could say his putting hasn't always been the best, but, you know, that he's kind of starting to get better at that. And, you know, week in, week out, he's starting to compete. 
and I'll have an opportunity to to get his ninth win when he goes um, to TPC Scottsdale for the waste management because yeah, he's already won there, there twice. Yeah. yeah. So it could be a good winter stretch of golf for Hideki Matsuyama, and then that just leads him into defending champion at the Masters. So watch out for him. I don't know. I don't know what it w- was this week before before the tournament that really had me um, on Hideki Matsuyama, but he's just so solid. He also, uh, let me. I have the stat right here. He led the the, the field in strokes gained putting with a career best. Uh, seven point five three seven strokes gained on on the greens putting. I mean, yeah, the putter. Watch out, because Hideki, Mats- Hideki Matsuyama is one of those guys where it really relies on his putter. When his putter's on, I mean, his ball striking is crazy, um, and he's one of those guys that can consistently, when the putter is on, put those like seven under, six under, eight under rounds together. Um, like yeah, you saw this it, weekend. It's just so funny watching him too, because sometimes he'll hit a good shot, but he'll act like it was like the worst thing he's ever done. Yeah, it's it was hard on on the color cast when we were commentating. I was like, oh, it doesn't seem like he likes it. And if it finds the fairway. Yeah, exactly. Or it's uh, it's on the left side of the green. Like he's not that bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, there was one where he like he dead pulled it, but we it seemed a lot worse because he like dropped his club and but it's just on the left side of the green. Like, a 25 yeah, like on <laughs> on on uh what was it was that 17 the par three he's like out there just staring into the uh into the ocean while russell yeah was hitting. yeah after was his tee shot that bad he pulled it it really wasn't that bad oh, that was that was the that was, that was a shot we were just talking yeah. about yeah he hit the green and, he's, and, and he he's was like so it. mad at himself the standards are so high for for such a good ball striker mm-hmm. um but yeah, I mean, watch out for him this year. He's definitely a name I'm looking at, especially in the Masters as a defending champ and, you know, a couple of the other majors because he has the game to compete in all four 100%. Of the majors. 100%. PGA. PGA seems like a good good fit for him. I, I don't know anything about the the course down in Tulsa, um, Southern Hills, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't know much about it, to be honest, because I don't... Has has they, has they have they ever hosted a men's major golf tournament? I think they might have hosted something with the woman. Um, it's been a while, I believe, if they have. Uh, but still. But yeah, I just like looking looking at the course and you know the par and stuff like that. And like once again, I don't know a whole lot about the course either. It just seems like you know a tournament like the PGA might be a tournament that uh that Masayama could could play well. At. It has hosted a couple U.S. Opens. The last one, two thousand one. The last PGA in 2007. So, mm-hmm. all right. Well, great tournament in, in uh, at Wiley Country Club. Great tournaments in Hawaii. Uh, we're back in the United States this week with the American Express. But let's first talk about just some storylines around the go- world of golf. Um, the PGA Tour announced their Netflix show, um, kind of like F1 uh, Drive to Survive. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is this could be huge for the PGA Tour because. As you saw for F1, I feel like that was on the, on nobody's radar in, in the U.S. or at least not like at least mainstream wise. Um, and I even some of my friends are like into to F1 like hardcore. So this could be big for the PGA Tour if they can kind of recreate something like that because I do think it's a much more fascinating sport to watch than F1. I mean, F1 is pretty fascinating, not going to lie. Uh, but like I have watched Drive Survive to, Sur- to Survive, and I actually am really looking forward to the next season of it. Highly suggest it. It's going to be produced by the same company that does that. 
Um, and I mean, like the list of names came out this week and it's a really good list of names. You have, mm-hmm. you know, you have kind of the top of the top, but then you have middle tier golfers. You have number one amateur in the world. You have, you know, some lower tier golfers. It's a really good mix. And, uh, I mean, just some of the names on the list, Abraham answer, Daniel Berger, Cameron champ, Joel Damon, Tony Finau, uh, Fitzpatrick, Fleetwood, Fowler, Garcia, like a lot of storylines, Hovland, DJ, Kepka, Mark, yeah, Max Homa, yeah. Harry Higgs, uh, our guy Mito Pereira is finally going to get a little Ooh. bit of of the the light. People uh, are going to fall in love with guys him. like Joel Damon, Harry Higgs, Harry Higgs, yeah, Homa, like pe- people who aren't really like fans of the golf golf world that are like going to start to get into it because of this show. They're gonna I feel like they're gonna love Joel Damon the most because Harry Higgs right. can come off like. Depends on on how you like that. I think he's hilarious, but Joel Damon is just like dry to the to the point, like funny dude. There's a lot of like there's marquee names, but there's guys who are also like near the middle of the pack that you might not know. I mean, so you're gonna get a lot of storylines. You're gonna get the Jordan Spieth JT storylines, but you're also gonna get the Ricky Fowler storyline. Like, you know, he hasn't been good lately. I'm sure they're gonna play the heck out of that uh, storyline and. You know, and then you'll get some of the lower guys, Joe Dame and Harry Higgs. Well, Bryson said he wasn't going to be in it because he wanted to give the guy. I don't know if this was a real quote, but it was something along the lines of like, oh, I wanted to give the guys who are like not at the top, like the PIP and all that, like a chance, which I did see that on Twitter. Now I could be getting trolled by like one of those like meme accounts, but I th- I, I did see I did, that. I, see I, that I, like, I saw that as well. It came from a real account too, but uh if that is the quote, it might have gotten taken a little bit out of context. It could have. It could have. But it doesn't. It, it really doesn't sound that good when you when you read it word for word. Honestly, yeah, you don't know the tone he's saying. He could have been saying it as a joke. Like it really. It probably didn't come down to that. He probably just like didn't want to be in it. Or had, like, I mean, whatever. He has his own like his own media thing. He yeah documents everything anyway. So it's it's not a big deal that he's not on it. Probably but, joking. Um, but something. I mean, they started they started filming already uh, during the twenty twenty two season. Yeah. Something that happened this week. I mean, Kevin Na's in it. Uh, like the, the little spat here between Kevin Na and Grayson Murray on uh, on Twitter. Yeah, I mean, so this is probably like the marquee story of the week. Uh, you know, Na had a really good first round, uh, and somebody tweeted like, uh, "Like Kevin Na walking in putts will never get old." And then like Grayson Murray like subtweeted, but Kevin Na taking an hour to make to like set up a putt or something does get old and then Kevin not uh, fired comeback you missing the cut is getting old so and I haven't looked it up but I would love to know what Grayson Murray's been doing on tour recently because he hasn't played in like uh, over a year because of uh, yeah. an- anxiety issues I don't know if you remember that last year I do not remember that but we had it on uh, one of that's a tough tweet to send year. out um, if that's what your current issue is um, Tough yeah, response he, from Kevin. He's really not. He's really not backing off either. Like you know, he said like, like Kevin not tweeted that, and he said if they penalized you like they should, you'd never make a cut either. And then he said if I were Taylor Gooch playing with Kevin not, use the old Brooks Kepka trick and, and go take a fifteen minute porta potty break, two holes in to get on the clock on purpose. So. I mean, he's like still firing off tweets like after Kevin Nog completely roasted him. Who is Grayson Murray to to be roasting someone with the pedigree of Kevin Na? I don't know. I just 
he must be a not a fan of slow play or something. He's watching the tournament. I, I don't really know. Or maybe he's just trying to get his name out there a little bit more, which if that's the case, then go again, ahead. maybe maybe this is some created drama from uh, the PGA Tour Netflix show, which I'm excited to see in uh, 2020. Yeah, I mean, but this this beef is already like more real than the Brooks Kepka Bryson beef. Like in like that's what I think at least. So, I mean, I'd I'd love to see how it plays out. I feel like it'll probably uh, end up not playing out all that much. Probably won't hurt here. I mean, when the, when the Netflix series comes out, it might respark. So, it may, it may. We'll have to see. And then another storyline just go, going um, into this week. The new Cobra Clubs came out. I don't know if you saw them. Yeah, I mean, I don't have uh, too many initial thoughts on them. You know, I haven't seen any reviews on them yet. Yeah. They do, they have like that orange color and they do kind of look a little bit like the the Maverick. I don't know if you remember the Maverick. Are they, are they the ago. LTD? The ones? LTDs, yeah. Um, I don't know how much I like that. They they kind of have, like, they have like a Maverick look. Um, usually like the Cobra drivers look very different than the other companies, but these look more plain and simple. I would rather have a rad speed at that, at that point if you're going to, that's the the rad speed looks way cooler. Than yeah, these. I just I just wonder what the uh, technology is in these clubs. So just something to like keep an eye out. And like I also wonder like, is this a club that Bryson like created, or is this just like the Cobra line that's coming out and Bryson's might not even like use it? Yeah, I don't I don't know. I mean, uh, we'll we'll have to see what their irons are also looking like. Um, we'll have to see. Yeah, I mean the irons are there as well in the in the hybrids. So I I don't know. It's just you know, new clubs coming out. That's always very exciting. Uh I mean, Ping already said that they're not coming out with clubs this year. They'll do it next year. Uh is there any other brands that we're really looking forward to? I don't I don't think so. I think pretty Titles much everyone has their out. clubs out. So Titus yeah. doesn't change all that much though. I mean, like it's not no. really like a but they released their irons a couple months ago and their their drivers didn't change that much. Yeah. Uh yeah. So I mean, kind of have all the new new stuff out and it'll be interesting to see what's out there on tour and you know what 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 kind of sells the most. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, we'll see uh Cobra Puma guy out there and, and Ricky Fowler uh this week. So we'll get a little preview of that. Yeah. So Let's let's talk about the American Express. Uh, but first, a little shout out to Roback. I don't know if Jeek is wearing. Yeah, Jeek's wearing the hoodie. Yeah. I once again forgot to wear my any Roback stuff, but I promise you, I wear it pretty much every other day. Great stuff. Go to the link in our in our bio or in the description of the podcast. Add something to your cart, and if you just use the link, um, you do not need a promo code. It will just be. Um, applied 15% off. So go do that on roback.com. All right. So skins, we have the American express this week. We're at, uh, the PGA tour West courses. Uh, this is a little bit annoying to pick winners, three different courses. There was only two last year in the shortened year, but we're back at three. We're at, uh, La Quinta, uh, the PGA West tournament course and then the pga west stadium course which will also host the final round uh there's no cuts until after saturday because everybody gets to play one of each of the three courses and then there'll be a cut 
And then on Sunday, we're back at the stadium course, which is a Pete Dye, Pete Dye design. There, there it is. Um, and obviously, because of a Pete Dye design, Siwoo Kim won last year because he's a specialist. Um, La Quinta is probably the easiest of the three. I mean, I don't know if you remember a couple years ago, Adam had one. He shot a 59 at that course. Uh, it's a par 72. It's short, generous fairways, really big greens. The guys are going to score on that course, most likely. Then you have the PGA West tournament course, which is also a par 72. It's not a very long course. It's a Jack Nicholas design, uh, wide fairways, but pretty small greens. So, you know, look, pay attention to the approach shots on that course. And then the PGA West uh, course, which will also host the final round, the par 72. It's Pete Dye, which means well protected greens, deep bunkers, water is going to be in play on nine of the 18 holes, uh, which is a Pete Dye classic. So, That'll be the hardest of the three, and that's the one they'll play the final round in. So that's probably the one that I'll wait the most when it comes to picking players. Yeah. And then, I mean, like stats are going to be a little bit all over the place. So this week, you probably just want to look at like strokes gain total, strokes gain approach, and strokes gain putting. And then also part threes are pretty important this week. So look at the part threes gained. And then just some previous winners. Siwoo Kim won last year when they only played two courses. Only the PGA West courses. Uh, Andrew Landry the year before, Adam Long, John Rahm has won this event, Hudson Swafford, Jason Duffner. So a lot of different names there. Yeah. From what I can gather from what I've like researched about, about like past winners, what you should kind of look for, it's really every course is, is different in like what kind of player it favors. So you really just got to target guys that have like a multitude of. Um, you know, skill sets that, that that they have. And obviously John Rom's one of those guys. I don't know if plus 500 is really the value you're looking for, but in a tournament like this where like anybody can score, but you know, it's possible John Rom just goes out there and scores better than everyone else. But I don't yeah, know if I'll be taking, taking that. So yeah, if we get into the skins, we look at the standings. Uh, after last week, Pat had a really good week because he had the Matsuyama outright winner. He also went four for five or was there five picks there? Four for five. Yeah, and the only thing picks. that lost was Corey Connors outright, which was basically just close. doesn't matter yeah. because of I got the Matsuyama outright. So great week for me, definitely. Yeah, and I ended up going uh, four for six. Uh, I'm I had four point one units last week. Pat with thirteen point seven because of that outright winner. Mm-hmm. And then Trev uh, Trev didn't have as good as week as we did. He. He had the Kevin Kisner win, which the three of us had, but he ended up down 2.3 units. Uh, some of his guys didn't really come through. Uh, a lot of winner bets for Trev last week, so we'll see what he has. A lot of winner bets from Trev this week, too. And, and you know, just going, we didn't really say what the standings, standings were, but I'm down 0.9 units, which is a good comeback from my down five to start the season. Yes. Trevor's down 4.95, and Pat is up 13.6. But if anyone hits a winner... You know the bets. The no, it definitely. Changes, it's which definitely is why I like the spring. format. Odds aren't fully out yet. Uh, so we're I just going to time travel. Whoosh. All right. So we just time traveled, and uh, you know we lost Pat, but we we gained Trev a little bit of a line change. So Trev, welcome to episode one sixteen. Whoosh, as Pat said. Yeah, whoosh. <laughs> That's how we uh, time travel <laughs> here at Panay Media. Yeah, so we made time travel. The betting odds are out. We lost, obviously, we lost Pat, but Trev's here. We explained the standings and everything. So we'll just get right into the picks. Pat does have the honors since he did win uh, an outright last week and he's up 13 units. So 
I guess every I'll go, episodes one. Yeah, I guess I'll go through his picks first. He just sent them in. Uh, he he likes Jonathan Vegas top forty. That's uh, plus one hundred, so one unit to win one unit on that. Um, he's also a big fan of Taylor Gooch this this week, who has had a really good start to the PGA Tour season. He has him outright at plus two thousand half unit to win ten units, and he has him top twenty at plus one hundred one unit to win one unit. Um, another outright he has is Scotty Scheffler, who I'll talk a little bit about later. Um, plus sixteen hundred, he has half unit to win eight. Uh, and then he has Siwoo Kim, top Asian, plus 330, who won last year, Pete Dye specialist. Uh, they play the final round at a Pete Dye course. So he has 0. 0.65 units to win 2.79. He has Will Zalatoris, top 40, minus 135, uh, 1.35 units to win one. So those are Pat's picks for the week. Um, see if he stays hot. Very, it's very spread, very spread out. But especially the yeah, he did spread them out. It's gonna be, week. it's gonna be, it's gonna be annoying to keep track of the 0. 0.65 units when 2.79. That'll be you know what? That's on him though. So yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. So I guess I'll go next since I guess I'm in second place now. Um, yeah. So Abraham answer I have to win this week. He's a uh, plus twenty five hundred. I have half unit to win twelve point five. I honestly, I can't believe you didn't pick him, Trev. This is your guy. Um, this is your guy. He finished second place in 2020. I mean, obviously, he hasn't started off the season that great, like to his standards. But you know, if there's a place I think he's going to compete, he's he's had a good past at PGA West and at this tournament. So I don't know. I'm going with it. Half a unit to win 12.5. Um, I also like Brian Harmon. I have top five at plus 1400. So I have half a unit to win seven on that. I don't think he's going to win, but I think he'll compete, maybe finish second or third. Uh, and then, you know, last week I won my triple chance bet. I had, uh, what was it, Matsuyama, Leishman, and Connors in the triple chance. So I'm going to do it again this week. I have Cantley, Scheffler, and Finau plus 400. I have half a unit to win two units. You know, I just, I really like that for some, like, especially since John Rom is like only plus 500, I could get three guys at plus 400 that like have a legitimate chance of winning the tournament. I mean, it, it seemed like a no brainer to me, especially Patrick Cantley. Like he's a, he's a stud. Mm-hmm. Um, I know Trevor will get into Matt Wolf a little bit later, but I have Matt Wolf top 20 at plus 120. I have uh, one and a half units to win 1.8 units. The putter has been working this year and, you know, you combine that with his distance and his ball striking, you know, that could bode pretty well for this tournament. Um, and then another guy I have is Adam Hadwin, top 40, uh, minus 110. I have 1.5 to win 1.36 units. He has a really good history at this event, including a T6. He has two uh, second place finishes and a T3. So, I mean, he hasn't been great to start the year, but just going off the course history, uh, I think he'll finish in the top 40. Um, and then I have uh, Christian Gazuntite, top 10 plus 500. I have 0. 0.25 units to win 1.25 units. I just kind of have a hunch about him this week. I think he's going to play well. Um, and then I'm going to use my final 0. 0.25 units on a long shot. And it's going to be Andrew Landry. He's plus 13,000 to win this tournament. But he won it in 2020 and he lost in a playoff in 2018. So really good course history. It's a long shot, but it's 0. 0.25 units to win 32 and a half units. Uh, for a guy who's won this tournament as recently as 2020. So those are my bets for the week. Uh, you know, a little bit more spread out. All right. So 
seems like everyone seems like both of you are going into the very the minuscule units uh place especially at 0.25 oh yeah i don't um, want to put more than 0.25 on andrew and andrew to win i feel like yeah that's all that's all, that's all that's very fair <laughs> so i'll start out i'll go with my one of my top picks tony finau top 20 plus even odds uh, i feel like that's a pretty good bet especially because the past two years he's finished t14 and fourth outright here at this event um great driver of the golf ball uh playing well the past couple of weeks as well um let me i think he he, has, he hasn't missed a cut since november obviously he's only played in two tournaments since then but that's and they both haven't had a cut but that's okay he's point he's still playing great off the tee has good strokes gained uh total um i will also pick him top 10 at what plus 225 one unit both those are one unit uh to win 2.25 units then i'll go with michael thompson he hasn't missed a cut this entire season he played actually really well last year made a lot of cuts last year um and he finished t5 of the american express last year as well i have him top 40 plus he, 150 one unit to win 1.5 units go ahead he play, played well last week too i mentioned we, we yeah. did do your picks before pat left but we decided to leave him since you're here now um mm -hmm. one thing to mention about michael thompson he came back with a giant beard last week yes. I don't know if you saw that so i forgot about that yeah you know I, I was saying you know maybe the powers in the beard uh and the, you know he might make a run this year and i would love to see him end the season with like just a james harden beard at the end of the season so hey, unrecognizable he's, he's, he's got the he's got the west coast beard going not he doesn't have a playoff beard but he's a he has a west coast beard going for you know, so no, maybe he makes makes it into the uh into the fedex cup playoffs and you might see a playoff beard out of michael thompson <laughs> You might see you might see some might see a beard down to his ankles by that point. So who knows? Um, then I'll, I have Matthew Wolf to win 0.5 units uh, plus 2800 to win 14 units. Um, as Jake mentioned, I would talk about him and he he's played well here before. He finished I mean finished T40 last year, but he's been he's been really hot as of late. T17, second, T5, and T11. In his last four worldwide starts, uh, he's finally coming back to form after taking that time off. Uh, so I like him to get there's a little bit of a weaker field. So hopefully he can get his uh, feedback under him and get a win under his belt. I feel like this could be a tournament for him. Um, and then I have Ricky Fowler top ten at plus five fifty one unit to win one point or win five point five and Ricky Fowler to win plus 6,000.5 units to win 30 units. Again, he's kind of rounding back into form after a few, after not so great last year. And even last year is not great year. He finished T21 here. Um, and he's also finished, he finished T10 the year before that. He's had, he has good finishes. Um, I don't know. It just seems like he, this, this could be a week that he breaks out in a weaker field. Um, it's kind of, a little bit rounding back into form so hopefully we'll see some good things out of ricky this week yeah you're really all in on ricky this week i mean yeah you know, i was kind of saying you in our predictions podcast a couple weeks ago um i'm pretty sure you said ricky was going to win an event this year so you're going all in on this he one could, he could he could i mean if he wins this it's setting up nicely for a good year for ricky and he's i mean yeah there's a couple, a couple weeks there's, yeah that's what i was gonna say there's a couple events around this time of the year that ricky usually plays well at this is one of them. The waste management's another yeah. one in a couple of weeks. So 
um, is we'll see. It's interesting. We'll see. I I do back him to make the cut this week. I don't know if I have him to win, but uh, I think he could play pretty well at this this course. Other than that, Going I mean, let's, let's, let's get in the clubhouse. So in the clubhouse, Trev wasn't on the podcast uh, before, so you know we have some time here. <laughs> Give Trev his thoughts about the uh, the Sony Open last week and just the Hawaii stretch in, in general. So I I didn't get to watch much of last week's tournament. I was in uh, away with my girlfriend with her parents, and but what I did see was I know you and Jeek were on the color cast, right? Am I right about that? You were yeah, we were the on the color cast. cast. Uh, we. We got the final six holes, I believe, on ColorCast. So mm-hmm. um, that good. was a good time. Uh, I mean, the tournament kind of heated up around then. So yeah, I was gonna say it's. I I kept seeing text saying, "Oh, we're like we're probably not like there's no point to do it right now just because." Uh, what Henley was up by us. I looked at the time of that text. He was up by four four shots. So like going to the by, back nine. He was up said, by oh, okay, five. Tournament's over. Back, up by five. And I was watching. I went to dinner and I was and I was watching TV afterwards and looking at my phone and and you guys say like 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 wow what an ending what a crazy way to finish that golf tournament I I like what 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 happened and I pop on Twitter see Hideki's shot uh on he can't even see the shot he's hitting and it's unbelievable into the what two seventy seven yard three wood into the yep. into the sun to three feet I mean it's crazy um, happy for Hideki. He seems, I mean, he's won three times in the past calendar year. No one's, and no one's really talking about it, how, how good he's been over the past year or so. Um, but yeah, really cool to see him win. Really glad that he came back from and made the tournament more interesting. Um, what I really loved was seeing, I saw a picture of in the one, the 72nd hole the crowd kind of filtered in and was watching like it was like yeah. a USAM kind of like tiger um, and Phil at the majors almost like that seemed like it was really cool. That should happen a lot more often than Except does, Pat, Pat and especially I in a close tournament. You know, I mentioned this on the color cast when we were, when we were talking, I'm like, I think they might've just made a mistake there, letting the, letting the crowd kind of crowd the green because they have to play that <laughs> hole again. If, if Masayama like, you know, makes birdie and, and, uh, and Henry yeah. doesn't. So like, like they had to clear the fairway and clear. I mean, obviously it didn't take that long, but like, you know, you kind of made a mistake no. there letting everybody on onto the 18th green because you know you're gonna have to clear that. They have to play that hole again. But it, it didn't seem to be I think, an issue. I think no, I'm sure I'm sure it wasn't. If like if they did that, like they both have to play it that way. If they end up in a bad lie, it's it's that's what happens for you not, for you not getting it done in the in regulation, but it's it's. I feel like that would be. It, it might make more sense if it was a tournament that, or maybe the guy is coming down in the last group and he's up by like three shots and he has no chance of losing. Like maybe that's when you say like, all right, like let's get, let's let the fans go out there. Like let's so let's show uh, him some love, surround the green. Like that. I think it's really. I mean, you gotta feel pretty awesome if you win in a situation like that. If the green's like surrounded by people, obviously Tiger won and Phil won with that. I mean, they can even contain the crowd in those situations. And this mm-hmm. is obviously not the PGA or the, or East Lake, but still really cool to see. And still, I mean, if you're walking down the fairway and people are breaking contain and watching the final, like surrounding the green, that's a, that's gotta be a pretty cool feeling. But again, only if it's in the final group and 
maybe if there's no chance for a playoff or anything like that. Right. That's definitely a bucket list thing. I would like to do that at a tournament. Yeah. You know, especially at, like Pat was saying, like, I'd, I'd love to do that at a, like an exclusive golf course, like Augusta or something. <laughs> I could just like, obviously they would never let that happen there, but <laughs> no, um, Augusta, you, you might get, you would get shot if you want. May, maybe, it, maybe if Tiger were to come back and like win this year, that could potentially happen. But uh, other, yeah. other than that, I don't really see that happening there, but um, yeah, um, definitely cool. A good, good uh, Hawaii stretch. And I mean, hopefully we have a good stretch coming, coming now you get on the West coast uh, and have a couple of tournaments next out week. there. The farmers next week, there'll probably be a tiger uh, appearance next week. I would assume uh, he usually Hopefully. is out for that tournament. I think he hosts that tournament now. Um, yeah. And Pebble beach uh, and the waste management coming up. So a lot of good, a lot of, a lot of good tournaments coming up. Uh, uh, I mean, you have anything else? To add uh, no, that's, that's it. Let's, I, I can't wait to see Ricky. Come uh, make his comeback this week. So yeah, you know, we'll, congrat. We'll be the first to congratulate Ricky yes, on on a, Ricky a victory Feller. this week at the American Express. Congrats, Ricky! And when and when he misses the cut by ten shots on third on on Friday, we'll be the first to say that we made a mistake. I made a mistake. Yeah, what what a shame! But uh, I mean, other than that, enjoy the tournament this week, uh, and we have the, the Farmers Insurance coming next week. Stay tuned for that.